Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Jamie, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How's your day going? Excellent. Thank you. Good to hear that. Let's start this off, Jamie. Tell my audience of Morning Upgraders who you are, what you do for a living, and then something you're grateful for right now. I am a well-being therapist. And what that means is I assist people in assisting themselves, getting from where they are to where they want to be. And I am so grateful right now that the sun has come out after so many days. (laughs) You're saying that yeah, you're in Illinois, so you're getting a lot of snow. So good. Enjoy it. (laughs) When you say well-being therapist, is it mental health or is it physical body too? Is it mind and body? It is mental health, although I believe that the mind runs the body. I used to be a psychotherapist, and after doing that for quite a while, I realized that maybe I wasn't assisting people in the way that I could. So I shifted, and um, now I'm just doing something very different. And in fact, it's really helpful that people are learning that they are their own greatest resource. So assisting people and assisting themselves. Yeah, it must be a very set gratifying profession. Have you always been, you know, have you always loved it? I do. I love people. I think people are just amazing and beautiful and so filled with well-being once they remember. That's really why we're all here is to feel good, to know ourselves, to love ourselves, and then hopefully find meaningful connections with other people. We'll get to your morning routine in a second, but you're making me think of something. Uh, so in at my family's marketing agency, Valentine, every Sunday I send out an email to the team called the Valentine Digest. And it's five things. I, go, I talk about company news, personal development, just kind of like random topics. And um, so I, I don't watch the night news because I think it's very, very much into like positive mindset. And I feel like nighttime news, it's very negative because that's what draws the eyeballs. But my father recommended this resource called Nice News. Oh, I read it every day. First day. Do you really? That's hilarious. Absolutely. Yeah. That's excellent. (laughs) Hooray for your dad. That's great. (laughs) Yes, I shared shared it this past weekend and everyone seemed to like it. So don't even know it exists. So that's great that you're spreading the word. Yeah. For everyone listening, it's nicenews.com. Not affiliated. Just you can subscribe and they send out positive information to give your mindset a boost. So that's good. All right, Jamie, let's talk about your morning routine. Tell us how you start your day. I'm up at five every single morning, no matter where I am in the world. And I'm clearly a morning person. I spend the first few minutes just sitting quietly with myself. And it's going to sound a little woo-woo, but kind of um, receiving from the universe and just connecting with me and finding a few things to appreciate about me. Not what other people appreciate about me, but what I appreciate about me. And I drink some coffee and then I prepave my day, which is I take myself through my day in the way that I'd like it to roll out. And lo and behold, when I do that, it rolls out exactly the way I've prepaved it to go. So that's a very helpful and productive 30 minutes for me. That's excellent. I do something a little bit similar in terms of like when I first wake up, I I think about what I'm grateful for. Just let it come over me like a stream of consciousness almost, I guess, just for like a minute, think about what I'm grateful for. And, you know, so I think it's uh, it's a great way to start the morning. It is. 
Have you always had a morning routine or if not, when did you start it and why did you start it? I've all, I think as far as I can remember, I've been a morning person and I feel that I am uh, the most open to receiving what I need to know in the morning. So I think that's started a really long time ago and it seems to serve me personally very well. Do you have a nighttime routine? I'm assuming it's getting to bed early if you're waking up at five, but do you do anything intentional at night? I do. I do the same thing, whereas it's a very, a very conscious process of going to bed and, and really, once again, pulling uh, moments of appreciation for other people and for myself and for the way things have unfolded for the day. Yeah, that's excellent. So I like to talk about tips on this show, personal development tips, being that you're a mental health expert, I've got to ask you about that. Are there any tried and true stat? I know it's going to depend, of course, who you're speaking with, but are there any tried and true strategies for mental health for, I guess, either protecting your mental health or, or improving your mental health that you could share with us? Well, first of all, I'm not an expert. I'd like to say that. <laughs> I never <laughs> position myself as an expert. So, you know, I think that if we can figure out a way to connect with ourselves, to really feel comfortable in our own skin, know ourselves, love ourselves, nourish ourselves, then um, I think it makes it so much easier to connect with other people. And people tend to look for tips and tricks outside of themselves, but I think it's a real inside doll. So I ask people to really sit with themselves and get to know themselves and be lovingly curious and remove the judgment and have a laugh too if they can isolate their self-talk. Once we hear our self-talk, often we would only laugh because oftentimes it's not very kind. <laughs> so, <laughs> But I think the personal development is crucial to our ability to uh, connect and be with other people in a non-judgmental way. You mentioned um, loving yourself. I think that's really, it's actually been a common topic on my show lately. The last handful of guests, we've talked about that for whatever reason. I don't know why it just worked out that way, but I think it is a very important topic. Do you have any self-care habits that you that you rely on every day? Obviously, the morning and the night routine that you have. Anything else during the day that, that you can share with us? Well, I have a passion. I ride and jump horses. So I make that a priority to build that into my day every single day. And it's interesting when we do something that we love first and foremost, or at least build it into our day, then we tend to be so much more productive in the other roles that we've taken on, whether it's work or a parental role or just being with friends. So I think to nurture and nourish ourselves and for every person that is different, I think that that is important because the relationship that we have with ourselves is the basis for every other relationship that we go on to have with others. You said jumping horses. Did I get that right? Yeah, so I, yeah, so I, I ride and jump horses and that's, that's actually my passion. I used to show competitively and now I just do it for fun and to learn more and more about the equestrian sport. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. I don't think I've ever ridden a horse before. I don't, <laughs> I don't think least I can think of. <laughs> Well, um, just to be in their presence. They're amazing creatures. Yeah, very powerful. But I, I'll second what you're saying. I think it is, it, for everyone listening, it's really important to have something that you're 
passionate about, especially outside of work too. Like I don't think I've always, I've always been very work oriented. And it's most, it's only until recently that I've tried to like, for example, just for my, you know, my personal experience, like walking every day and also martial arts. I've started doing that last year, Krav Maga. And so having um, something I do a couple of times a week, pushing myself and the goal of getting a black belt, you know, in five years, that's, I've set myself, set that goal for myself. And then just like the connections you meet in class with the other people that go. So, yeah, I think it's, you know, I think that's really important. I'm assuming in your, in the horse jumping, you've got people that they're there with you and it's not yeah. just you and the horse you relationships you're not. building. No, it, it's a, it's a lovely barn family, which is, is really nice. Yeah. So you're kind of checking off a lot of boxes with that. Yeah. That's and really neat. give yourself permission to do that without apologizing. You don't need to apologize for doing something for yourself because in the end, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about your business. Uh, I'd like to just learn from you in terms of what you've had. Because I have entrepreneurs that listen to this show. What have you had the most success with in terms of growing your business? Anything come to mind? Yes. Before COVID, I started a service called The Quickie, a lovely texting option, which I had wanted to do for a long time. And clearly, there's never a good time when things are going so well, but yet you want to make a little shift and add a service and you're unsure. But I just rolled it out and it was so successful and so wonderful. And then COVID hit and it was like perfect timing. So I think that when we listen to our inner knowing, our gut, our intuition, whatever you call it, then I think that things work out in a very positive way. And the other thing is that when we don't ask others what they think about what we're thinking about doing, that's also really helpful because people will always try to talk you out of (laughs) something that you really want to do for whatever reason. So I really kept it under wraps and developed it, you know, in a way where I just thought, you know what, I'm going to do this because I want to do this and this will be great. And it was. So trusting yourself, I think it just comes back to that. You have to experiment with different things because some things will work, some, some things won't. And it's really hard to predict what will work and what won't. You don't know until you test. Could you just give us a sneak peek into what the texting program, what it is? Just sure. In case it's yeah, absolutely. Idea. yeah. So people will buy a block of time and uh, they text with me and then I text back. And there's this ongoing kind of transcript in the end and there really is no end it's open-ended which allows people to see what they texted to me and what I texted back to them and lo and behold people realize that they really did know for themselves all along so it's a nice way of I think I'm just the conduit for people to work through stuff yeah and it's very convenient to during COVID, a lot of people did not have privacy. You know, people moved home and people ended up being in spaces where everyone was home. So yeah. it turned out to be fantastic. And you're giving people options of how they want to communicate. Some people might be more comfortable being vulnerable through text versus being on video or in person. So you're giving them options, which is really cool. Yes. And also people are busy. But the thing I like about it, the most is that in some ways it sidesteps the a lot of emotion and allows people to be a more emotionally intelligent 
because when you're texting, you don't, you can't go on and on and on and on and on. So I think that was really helpful too for people to kind of be able to state something without all of the emotion and then be able to kind of problem solve from that place. Yeah, the mastermind I'm part of, we we use WhatsApp, which is like a texting platform. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's right. It's like quick communication that you can communicate with your members or what have you. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. It's a very convenient way of communicating. Let's stay on business. Um, let's talk about challenges you've had to overcome or maybe one challenge. Is there any one particular challenge in your business that comes to mind that was really difficult? And then if yes, you know, how did you get through it? I think it was when earlier when I was transitioning out of my very successful psychotherapy practice into what I'm doing now. And I knew that this was something I really wanted to do. And I waited and waited for, quote unquote, the right time. And there is no right time. So that was a, a difficult time for me because it was almost like I was doing something that I knew I shouldn't be doing. And I prolonged it. So listen to myself. You know, that that's what I learned from that is because I always know for myself. I don't know for others, but I know for myself. And I believe that for people that you do know for yourself. I've never heard anyone say I should not have listened to myself. But I hear people all the time say I should have listened to myself. Yes, yes. Listening to your gut. It's so true. Would you say it gets easier to listen to your gut? Like as you do it more and more? Yes, because you know, and then you know, you know, and even though you don't know how or why you know, you know, you know. But once again, this is only for you. Like we know for ourselves, we don't know for other people. And it's interesting when we give people the opportunity to tell us what they need, they have to ask themselves, what do I need? Even, you know, on my website, the only way people can get in touch with me to work with me is to reach out to me and tell me how much time they'd like to purchase of talking time or texting time. I don't know what you need, but you do. You know what you need. People are not used to hearing that at all. People are used to being told what they need, especially in this industry. And I think we're doing people a tremendous disservice when we do that, when we don't give people the opportunity to ask themselves, what do I need in this moment for myself? It's a great question. That's why I love journaling so much in the morning, pen to paper. I've got a one page, clean slate. What am I going to write about? What's going to come out of my mind? What am I thinking about? What am I struggling with? What am I happy about? Every day is a little bit different. I don't have an agenda going into the journaling. I just grab the pen and be like, okay, let's see what comes out. You know, And it's really, really interesting. And it's great to have that concrete journal to look back on. Yes, absolutely. Jamie, this the, this conversation has, flew, has flown by. I've got one last question for you, then we're going to wrap up with you sharing the best way that people can connect with you. My last question for you is through the lens of Jamie, through your, through your uh, experiences thus far, what is the meaning of life? Connection with oneself and with others. I think that's it. And really appreciating just the moment to moment. I don't think there is anything else. Great way to end this. Thank you, Jamie. All right. So someone wants to connect with you, where should we send them? Website, www.jamie-lernner.com. Okay. And we'll link that up in the show notes. Appreciate it, Jamie. Great job. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.